things that life has taught me. Live every moment of your life as if it were your last. Things can change from one minute to the next without any warning. Stay awake to life with all its up and downs, breath by breath, moment by moment. Two, the most important things in life aren't things. I've learned that holding on to stuff doesn't make me happy. It actually burdens me. Being clutter-free is liberating. I'm, I'm still working on that, though. But it allows me to focus on what is essential. Because in the end, you can't take any of it with you. Three, we are only a blink in the universe. Having gone through a natural disaster, a tornado, a devastating tornado, and its devastating aftermath, taught me that nature is indifferent to our plight. The cycles of nature have come and gone for millennia, and we are only alive for a nanosecond of it. What is important is not the stuff we manage to accumulate and cart around with us, but how we choose to spend that nanosecond. Number four, accept the impermanence part of life. Nature teaches that everything changes all the time, and people come into our lives and create great joy, and then people leave, sometimes forever, and we experience deep sadness, and grief is a part of life. You don't get over it, you get through it, and in time things grow again. Wounds heal, pain goes away or hides itself for quite a while, and Joy can return to our lives if we allow it. It's all part of the cycle of being alive. Number five, you can crash and burn, then rise up stronger. Falling apart is like that tornado I experienced. It's, a, it's an act of impermanence. When we crash into our deep personal rock bottom, we have a, t- a chance to transform deeply. And when life falls apart, we come face to face with our naked, raw, and authentic selves. Digging ourselves out of the mud, we can have a chance to grow and change a bit if we we embrace that pain. Number six, focus on what fulfills you and don't live life according to the expectations of others. Taking time out to heal as part of the self-indulgent It was only when I started listening to my heart that I found what fulfilled all of me. I discovered the healing power of writing, painting, and all sorts of creative endeavors during my grief journey, and that is what saved me and made me whole again. Number seven, turning that dreaded 50 plus years and beyond decades was actually liberating. Fighting the aging process is like trying to catch the wind. Go with it. Enjoy it. Your body is changing, but it always has been. And so don't waste time trying to reverse that. Instead, change your mindset to to see the beauty in the new. But here's the secret. Knowing that your time is slowly running out frees us from the need to please others. Aging teaches us by hook or crook that there's no point in believing that you'll never live up to the expectations of others. As we age, we learn to pay attention to what really matters. It's no longer about the outside, about looks and appearances. It's about what happens on the inside. Number eight, believe in yourself. Follow your dreams. Don't doubt yourself and don't let anybody steal your self-confidence. Number nine, be compassionate to yourself and others. In the words of Dalai Lama, 
If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. So the next time you make a mistake, forgive yourself and practice self-compassion. 10. Don't take it personally. The person who cuts you in line doesn't want to cut you. They just want to get to the front. When you stop taking things personally, you'll feel better and your relationships will improve dramatically. Number 11. If you stop growing, you wither. This is true for both the mind and body. Adopt a beginner's mind and continue to push the limits. Don't stop learning. The secret to youthful living is through flexibility as well. Yoga or Pilates, which I do religiously, is an excellent way to stretch both your mind and body. 12. Stop wasting time being angry. We waste our own time and energy because we rarely achieve our, achieve our attention. We usually want either the other person to feel as bad, if not worse, than they made us feel, or we want to get their attention. It almost never works out that way. Most of the time, the other person is oblivious to our anger. Spend your time and energy on more productive activities. 13. Tough times will pass if you hang in there. After being around for a few decades, you learn that life travels in cycles, and the one thing you can count on is change. Eventually, you'll emerge from those tough times, and things will get better again. And it helps to retain that hope in your heart and to keep looking for the things you can be grateful for. Number 14. Using your talents to help others leads to happiness. I want to say this to every person hearing this. You are better than you think you are. You have more strengths, more gifts, more talents to share. And the more you focus on them and how you can use them to brighten the lives of others, the better your life will become. Number 15. It's never too late to discover new things about yourself. It's never too late to discover latent talents you can put to good use in your life, creative life, or your career. And what else might you be able to do and do well that you haven't even thought of yet? Keep finding ways to grow, to try new things. Try and discover interests so far out there that in earlier years you would never have ever considered it. And you just may be pleasantly surprised. 16. Time in nature is critical to good physical and mental health. There are countless studies showing the health benefits of time in nature, and I know personally when I get out, even if it's just for a walk, I feel better afterwards. Walking on a dirt trail surrounded by trees while listening to the water gurgle in the creek reminds you of the simplicity of life and brings you back to the essential nature of who you are as a human being. It's worth making time in your schedule to get off the pavement and out where you can fill your lungs with fresh air as frequently as possible. 17. The little things really do make life worth living. It's a cliche to say that the little things matter most, but it's true. They really do. Spending time with loved ones, taking a walk at sunset, stargazing, eating an ice cream cone on a hot summer day, playing with your pet, making music with friends, enjoying a delicious meal, or sharing good news. All of these and more help create happy moments that brighten up our daily lives. Watch out for and be grateful for your angels. 
and I am not talking about the religious angels here, but people who show up in your life and lead you to a better place simply because of who they are. We all receive benefits from these angels along the way, but we often don't realize it until it's too late. My angels include my mother and father, first of all, who always believed I could do whatever I put my mind to. My tennis coach, who through tough love forced me to reach further and dig down deeper into what was possible. Without her, my excellence on the tennis court would never have been achieved. To my dear friend, who stopped everything and stayed by my side for three days after I experienced a horrific trauma. None of us gets by in life on our own, and we all have angels that make the journey a little easier, so be on the lookout for them, and as often as you can, let them know how special they are. 19. Everyone is fighting some sort of a battle. Be kind and understanding. You never know what has happened to them today or in the days past. 20. Life is too short. Always drink the best champagne and wear the expensive perfume and take out that fine china or whatever else it is. You're just keeping it for a, a, a special occasion. Tomorrow is not guaranteed to anyone and life is too short for save it for that special occasion. Today is that special occasion. So until next week, friends, art on. Left brain, right brain. I took one of those online quizzes about whether you are a left brain or a right brain person. No real surprise here, but I did find it interesting as I am a whopping 87% right brain. How accurate this test was, who knows. Creativity is always swirling around in my right brain head. My husband, on the other hand, is a scientist, and he thinks so linear that my creative brain gets frustrated. Why doesn't he follow my circuitous thought process and understand what I am trying to explain? While he is obviously left brain, he is also a wonderful poet and is now writing a novel that when he reads me passages, I am taken away by his words. He hasn't taken the test that I took, but my guess is his left brain capacity is much closer to the center than mine. Can a person be both left and right brain? The term golden brain used to refer to people who use both sides of their brain equally. This is similar to how most people are either right-handed or left-handed, and some people are just ambidextrous. Some contend that right brain and left brain people is a myth. Although they, although they obviously believe we have different personalities and talents, they believe there is no reason to believe these differences can be explained by the dominance of one half of the brain over the other half. My unscientific brain tends to disagree with this opinion, but I will defer to the experts. In reality, most of these traits do associate with one side of the brain. This comes from localization of function or lateralization in the brain. The brain is divided into two hemispheres, 
which are able to communicate with each other through a bundle of nerves called corpus callosum. By studying people who had their corpus callosum severed to treat epilepsy, scientists were able to figure out that each side of the brain processes certain information that the other side doesn't. I feel, um, actually I know in my soul, that every person is creative and every person is an artist. Whether currently aware of this or possibly have they have yet to tap into their inspired creativity. Can you be a linear creative? Heck yeah! Engineers and architects come to mind. So how does all of this fit into the theory of left brain versus right brain? It only makes sense to me to cultivate and use both sides. Treat your brain like a muscle, and all muscles need exercise. It's important to allocate time to exercise both sides of your brain by doing activities that are geared towards them. At the same time, you need to know when to give one side a break and focus on the other. If some days you're feeling a creative spell, then hey, roll with it. But if on the other days you're lacking inspiration, then do some admin type of work, list building, budgeting. You get the idea. Separate the spaces. Have a space for your creative activities. A studio or a separate room or a a space allocated for that. And for your tedious, linear, professional type activities, get a desk or go to a coffee shop. But keep these areas separated. Just as it's not good to watch TV or eat in bed, it's important to keep your creative space separate from your professional logical one. These two hemispheres that coexist together on a daily basis, but have fundamentally different sets of values and therefore different priorities, which means that over the long term, they're likely to come into conflict. And although each is crucially important and delivers valuable aspects of the human condition, and through each needs the other for different purposes, they seem to be destined to pull apart. Whether you are right brain or left brain, try to harmonize the brain hemispheres. Become a master of your mind. Creativity isn't limited to only the tangible physical forms of art. It also runs through everything in our lives. The world needs more creativity, creative thinkers, more idea makers, more beauty. Next week, we will visit how to sauce up and ignite your creative juice. If you like this eclectic and kind of assorted podcast and and want to help support it, then please hop on over to the link in the show notes and buy me a cup of joe. Much thanks if you do. So go out and make the world a little prettier with your right brain. And until next week, friends, art on.